Sports Director, Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, John, and good Saturday morning. Welcome here to the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Got a lot of coaches to get to. We're going to talk with Ryan Steinkamp as the Kemper Knights advance on last night. Uh, we'll talk to Craig Rowetter. They won their final regular season game of the year. Thomas Nelson going to talk about their three state cross-country qualifiers. Michaela Klink will wrap up the season with the Carroll Volleyball coach, Rusty Wintermote. They picked up a win. They'll play at South Central Calhoun Monday night in the volleyball playoffs. We'll talk to him about that. And Deb Danner, Carroll Girls Swim Team, had an outstanding last week we'll chat with her about that as well all that coming up here on the pizza ranch coaching show but we're going to run you through our local scores from last night again we do have a full statewide scoreboard available for you on the website at sports.1380kcim.com our player of the game pictures are up on our carol broadcasting sports network website facebook twitter and instagram pages the audio from our three broadcasts last night is podcasted on the website as well and again we'll get recap stories and stats uh, from all of the area football games up on the website again as the weekend goes on as we get that information from the coaches and all the stats at sports.1380kcim.com We'll start off with the Class 2A playoffs. Camber again cruises in the second half, up 13-12 at halftime. They roll by Cherokee at 47-18. We'll find out at 10 o'clock this morning who they will play in the next round. ESAC saw their season come to an end. They fell down at uh, East, uh, at Underwood last night in Class 1A, 44-6. Raiders, though, did hold Underwood scoreless in the second half. In Class A, ICAM Manning falls at Madrid last night, 45-7. And South Central Calhoun also knocked off in overtime as they lose at Loma 26-20. In eight-man, the Ottoman Wheelers a roll by Booyer Valley 30-6. They'll advance on. We'll find out at 10 o'clock this morning who they will be playing coming up next Friday as well. And Glenn Ralston sees their season come to an end as they fall to Xyra Elkhorn and Kimbledon by a final of 30-16. We will have both Kemper and Ottoman games covered for you on our CB Sports Networks uh, coming up next Friday night. Those games will be Kemper will be on kick and uh, Autumn, of course, will be on KKRL. Class 3A District 1 wrapped up the regular season last night. Carroll Tigers roll by Boyden Hall Rock Valley up 22-0 at the end of the first quarter. They win it 36-0 as they win three games at home this year. Bishop Heelan is the two-seed in the district as they beat MOC Floyd Valley 62-27. And Sioux Center gets by Sergeant Bluff-Luton by a final of 28-16. Well, step away, Ryan Steinkamp next year on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Whoa, that's good. Jeff Blankman joined here on the uh, Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right now by Kemper head football coach Ryan Steinkamp as they roll last night, especially in the second half against Cherokee to pick up a 47-18 to 18 victory. Coach, congratulations. I appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for having me. You bet, Coach. Uh, you were telling me last night, you and I chit-chatted for a little while when you guys got back into town, that uh, uh, you were a little more comfortable uh, once you got back to town last night, but uh, a little nerve-wracking first half the way it sounded. Yeah, yeah. We knew going in there were a good team. You know, they've been battle-tested, seen some good teams, so we knew they'd be pretty uh, pumped up for the game. And Yeah, the, the first half was tight, you know, but um, our kids battled through and uh, made a lot of great plays and great adjustments. 
You guys uh, got up 13-12 to 12 at the halftime. I know you scored there late in the second quarter to take the lead, but offensively, how were you guys able to move the ball, and what was working for you in the first half? Um, you know, we, the running game was there. You know, we were getting two, three yards. You know, we were um, – but, you know, they were kind of there. They were taking away our big plays. I know Tiffy's really deep. Um, so we had to make some adjustments in some of the open spots and the soft, soft spots in the zone. Um, and then just – yeah, then our kids started making plays. Sounded like the defense played pretty well for you guys in the first half, even though you gave up 12 points. Uh, um, special teams hurt a little bit. Uh, they had a guy return a couple for you. But uh, uh, how did the defense look, uh, and, and were they able to hold those guys in check pretty well in the first half? Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they ran a trick play and got a touchdown. You know, they, they, they made a good play on that one. Um, other than that, you know, our, our defense played really well. Um, it's forcing the punt several times, almost got a couple of them. Um, and then the kids just they, they just battled hard and played well. Who anybody individually stand out to or, or a position group play really well for you last night defensively? You know, honestly, all three levels because we knew you know, they they kind of do a triple option. You know, they they do a lot of uh, counters and quarterback replays where everybody had to be disciplined. And you know, we kind of coaches put them in kind of a bad spot at first. We were blitzing quite a bit, you know, trying to attack them, but we were training teams and then. I don't, I don't think we even had maybe one blitz the second half. Let's let our kids just sit there and read and fill, and they did a great job of it. Yeah, I heard you talking with KC about that on the scoreboard show interview last night. Uh, was that something that the, that the kids and you guys talked about at halftime, or when did that adjustment get made? Um, yeah, it was a little bit both. You know, I always talk to them when they come off the side of it a little bit. And, you know, we were, we were right there on blitzes and stunts, but you know that the 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 Paul's right here is a stud, and you know we would get too far afield and create a scene for him. Like you know, most games. You know, we got it. It's a great blitz, three, four-yard loss. But he would run through an arm tackle and create a seam. And then, you know, it, just, we were, we were, it took me a little bit to realize that now we're putting the kids in bad positions. So and we just kind of let them sit, sit back and read their keys and sit doing a great job all year. They just they were just kept them in check kind of rest of the night. How did you guys grab that lead there, uh, you know, late in the first half to go up 13-12 at halftime? Um, I think it was kind of a – I think it was a third and medium, third and long on our side. And Brock hit Michael Kaspauer. Um, over the middle of the field and made a he made a heck of a catch heck, and a heck of a run downfield. He he showed he turned on the Jets and made a couple guys miss. It was a big time play. What was the conversation like at halftime? Um, I think it's just getting everybody kind of relaxed a little bit. You know, like it was, you know, it was obviously a playoff game. Um, you know, just I think the nerves are going a little bit for everybody. Kind of everybody calm down. We we'll say, hey, this is what we got to do. Just one play at a time. Don't need not, don't need to get all back in one. You know, I can't talk to some of the guys. We have to chunk it. We have to drive the field. The Steelers are playing so far back. Um, and then the opening kickoff of the second half, um, Carson Cannon returns the opening kickoff. And there's that big play that we talked about. It kind of just ha- happens naturally for them, for kids that are working so hard. It was great blocking and a great uh, great job by Carson. And it sounds like that completely shifted the momentum for you guys. Yeah, I think it got our confidence back a little bit. You know, really that, that kind of, we kind of started um, getting our groove in a little bit after that. So what started to click offensively in the second half? Were you guys able to just keep pounding at them, or were you able to get to big plays in the pass game? You know, it was we, we got a couple, you know, just Casey Pierce getting two, three, four yards, playing from the sticks, and then um, just, just Brock connecting with receivers. And then that led to, you know, his short passes, because they're playing soft, and they just kind of made some uh, great moves and great blocking. How did the offensive line work for you guys last night? They did well, you know. They 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 really did. Their fits were well, you know. There there was there was some popping going on last night, you know. Um, so it, it was they played very physical. I was really really happy with them. After you made the adjustments, then defensively, um, what stood out for you about the way the defense played and, and able to take control of the game in the second half? 
I was just being sound. I know we forced a couple of turnovers then too. Um, you know, I thought uh, secondary played well. The linebackers, you know, Will Simon, Jake Robeck, um, D-line, um, Bryce, uh, Whiskey, Kobe Pierce, Kyle Sunjo, all of them, everybody just played this sound. It was it was just kind of a true, you know, all 11 guys on the same page. You see them communicating. You know, they, they, they work well. They're smart guys. So that was great to see. Cherokee, a team that will throw some but would, would rather pound the football. Would you guys eventually get them out of what they wanted to do? Did they have to start kind of chucking it around a little bit? Yeah, yeah, we definitely did, we definitely did a little bit. Um, we kind of said, like, you, in past situations, you couldn't put them because he would just run circles around and can't stay, stay, uh, stay moving all day. So we kind of just dropped seven or eight guys, and, um, you know, we were able to pursue, pursue him well and get to the most passing windows. Coach, uh, what happened in special teams to give up a couple of uh, touchdown returns last night? Um, you know, the first one he made a play. You know, I was kind of aware of him. Um, you know, in my head, my head, my head, I just pooch it, but like no. And Tommy had a good kick, and he caught it like on the one yard line, kind of above his head. And you know, then after that second one, um, you know, just a few guys out of, out of position. You know, just he made a move, got some guys out of the lane, and um, I'll give I'll give a lot of credit to him because you know our kickoff team has been pretty sound this so sound so far this year. Um, definitely got a few things you can go back in the drawing board and look at, though. You got another one now next week. You get to come home here and play uh, at your home stadium. Um, what are you guys thinking about the playoffs? I know that you don't know. We won't know until 10 o'clock coming up this morning. But uh, um, does it matter to you guys? Maybe that's the question asked. Does it matter to you guys uh, who's in the pod and where you go and who you host? I, I don't think so. You know, at this point of the season now, it's kind of like, you know, um, you, you got to be ready for anybody, you know. If, you know, if you, you got every every team in the state has got big goals, and you got to go through the best to get there. So that's kind of we're, we're taking that mindset of, you know, whoever we got to play, we'll play them, and we're, we're excited about the opportunity. So, are you guys going to have a get together with the whole team? Or are you guys going to be at one place, or is everybody just going to be at their own host house, kind of refreshing uh, the association's website this morning? Uh, I'm sure it'll be. You know, it's a, it's a weekend, and I, I, we take a lot of family time on that. I'm sure. I'm, I honestly, I probably won't be refreshing because I'm sure there's going to be a text message from somebody <laughs> right at 10 o'clock about who we got and stuff like that. But no, I know. Um, yeah, just kind, of, just kind of excited about it. It's kind of a fun time. Well, Coach, congratulations on the win last night. Appreciate you joining us here. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll look forward to seeing you and the guys next Friday night. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Head coach Ryan Steinkamp again with the Kepper Knights. They roll in their opening round of the playoffs, so beating up on Cherokee 47-18. to We're back. We'll talk with Craig Rogueiter coming up next right here on the Pete Ranch Coaches Show. Manning Regional Healthcare Center. MRHC has provided a work-life balance that benefits me and my family, and the work environment encourages teamwork and growth. The staff works together to provide the best possible care to the community, no matter what their role is in the facility. If you're looking to grow and thrive in a career close to home, check out our job openings at mrhcia.com backslash careers. We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. We're talking right now with Craig Rowetter, the head football coach of the Carroll Tigers. A dominant, impressive win for them last night as they roll by Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, 36 to nothing, got up 22 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Coach, as always, uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us early on this Saturday morning. You bet, Jeff. Appreciate all the coverage, like usual. Coach, uh, you, you got to be excited about what you saw last night. I know you said in our uh, New Way Ford Scoreboard Show uh, interview that you thought that was the team you could see all year. I know you're disappointed probably that it took to week nine, but uh, you got to be happy with the way you closed out the year. 
Yeah, it was a great, you know, a great performance. And, uh, you know, we hit, hit on it a couple times about you can always kind of remember your last your last one there. And, um, you know, for our seniors to be able to, uh, you know, go out that way with with a home a home win on senior night and in the fashion that they they did they pretty much just you know dominated and um it was great great to see all the hard work that they've put in over the years kind of um come all together at, you know last night what was the huddle at the end of the game there uh, after the game was over and, and you guys as you always do kind of collect what was that what was the atmosphere what was the collection what was the kind of the conversation like Oh, it was kind of a mixture, you know, kind of a mix of emotions. Yet the, you know, the seniors were um, emotional being the last, last game. But you could tell everybody was proud of how they, how they played um, last night, and um, you know, kind of ex- excited as well for those guys that are, that are coming back. And um, like you said, it's kind of a glimpse of what I think. You know, we're we're losing some pretty important and really good kids, you know, to graduation. But um, there's also some pretty pretty good ones uh coming back now that kind of have you know seen firsthand that's how uh things should operate coach how long did everybody kind of hang out at the stadium last night i know i left probably about a half an hour after the game uh got over there were still several hundred people probably standing out on the field and then kind of sprinkled throughout the stadium so kind of how did long did everybody hang around and soak that one in yeah it was, it was uh pretty it was, we were there for quite a while actually and and I told them, you know, when we brought the parents in before, uh, the senior parents in, um, before the game and, and talked and, and I said, you know, after, after the game, it's, it's all about those guys and, you know, take as long as you want as far as get all the pictures you want for those memories. And, um, you know, and it, it was cool to see our student body stuck around and, you know, we're, was congratulating everybody. And, um, and we did, we got the, all those, uh, senior pictures taken and then we, as we always, you know, Coach McCartan started it before, before I did. I just continued it. Um, we line up the team then uh, at the end when all the pictures and um, hugs are given out, and then we do a kind of clap off all of our, our seniors. We get in two lines and let the seniors and their parents walk through us as we clap them off the field for that last time. And I can't mention that was a pretty emotional thing, Coach. But uh, the emotion of the night didn't affect uh, how this team went out and played. We talked last night. Uh, your guys is I thought your opening possession really set the tempo for the rest of the game. You just came out pretty much ran it right down their throat. Yeah, and that was uh, you know um, like I said last night that was that was the game plan. Um, not always does it work just how you have it drawn up, but uh, <laughs> you know credit to our kids, especially you know those guys up front. Um, they just, and we told them before the game, you know, the offensive line, I said, Hey, it's kind of on you guys. If we dominate up front and, and push them around and especially get up a, a couple scores early, we know they want to throw the ball anyway, but then you really make them one dimensional. And plus you put a, yeah, I thought we ran the ball really well a year ago on them, you know, and, and we're the more physical team and set the tone that way. So I, I think part of that crept into their mind too like uh here we go again you know after we were able to just uh, uh run the ball right down that first series coach uh, you mentioned last night that we talked that maybe this one in the green county game that first game of the year best uh, performances by the offensive line what was so good about the offensive line last night uh they just did their job i mean that was, that, that was the you know the biggest thing is uh they, they weren't trying to do too much and um you know it helped that we kind of had a a plan and play 
the plan in place, and we were able to uh, rep that during the um, during the game. And um, you know, I, we're not geniuses, but they did line up pretty much exactly how we we thought they would. And you know, some of our shifting around that caught them off off guard, and we didn't wait for them to get set. So you know, we took some advantage of that as well. But uh, I, I think the biggest thing for our our guys up front was they were they just took a little pride in beating the guy across from them. Um, and doing their job, not trying to do somebody else's or do too much. Is that what you guys were hoping? You guys that came out in the in the in the old wishbone look that Oklahoma made so popular years ago, and then uh, you use that uh, you know some, but uh, then you drop into a shotgun out of that. Was that just to get them kind of off kilter a little bit? Yeah, I uh, yeah, and, and I thought you know with our our personnel, um, some of it was just as, with when we would put Regaler and Zygmunt back there. Uh, I did think we had the edge in the speed department, um, so a little bit of it was smoke and mirrors as far as just kind of trying to bait them, you know, into maybe bringing in an extra defensive lineman so we could get out and use some of our speed in, in space. And but they they kind of were content sitting in the the forefront. They moved a little. They moved their inside backers. They kind of stacked them in a straight line instead. That was their adjustment. But um, we just didn't. We just shifted out of wishbone then and. And ran off at you know off tackle with with Regaler the rest of the way. Coach, uh, you get twenty two in the first quarter. You go up thirty six to nothing uh, by halftime. Uh, that means the defense had to do something special. This was an offense you felt uh, really had thrown the football extremely well all season, but they could never get that passing game going against you guys or the secondary last night. Yeah, I again all the credit to my defensive staff. They they had a great game plan. Um, you know, and, and the kids executed it dang near flawlessly. Uh, there's, there's a lot. Uh, they didn't really shift as much. Um, we kind of gave them some of their own medicine, I guess, as far as when we were shifting around. Uh, they didn't really do as much as they've done sometimes on film. But our, our kids were ready um, and prepared. And, you know, even and just uh, credit to our kids for how easy they adapt. Uh, you know, Coach Noggle kind of thought of a different – a wrinkle and some coverages already on a Wednesday, and that's more of our defensive uh, day anyway. But you know, really, just two days of of work on on that coverage, and and they pulled it off dang near perfect. Like I said, it looked like we had double coverage on their deep routes, and the guys were covering underneath. And um, again, when it wasn't a screen pass, our defensive line wasn't giving them much time to throw. Coach, you were able to get some uh, seniors in late in the game, uh, get some guys some carries that uh, maybe don't always get to see the football a little bit. So what was it like, uh, especially on senior night, to be able to honor some of those seniors that maybe don't see the field a ton? Yeah, it's uh, like it's like I said, it's always special um, for senior night. And those guys, you know, are the ones that they they put the time in the weight room, you know, with all their, uh, all their teammates as well. And, you know, they're practice every day, and sometimes, you know, it's kind of – I kind of get a kick out of running. I do some of the scout team offense, and, you know, they we kind of have our own little team, and some of those seniors are the main guys there. And, um, you know, so they put – there's all the kind of intangibles that they, they bring to the table. And um, so it's it's fun rewarding those guys and, and being in the game, you know, where you still – I mean, the goal, even though it is senior night, the goal is always to win the football game. And, um so it was just great that we had that opportunity pretty much the second half to kind of get the majority of them, you know, in, in the ball game.
Well, Coach, as always, we thank you for everything uh, all season long. Congrats on having the, the winning record at home this year, and, and we're looking forward to next season already. Yeah, it'll be, uh, you know, it it went by quick. It's Sometimes when you don't have as many wins as you think you should, um, you know, they say the season kind of drags along, but, dang, it just seems a couple of weeks ago we were, <laughs> we were down <laughs> at Central Camp in July and, you know, starting our own camp at the beginning of August. So it just – it went. It flew this year, and um, again, a lot of credit to our, our seniors and um, you know the leadership and 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 just their ability to to make everything fun. And um, again, they're going to be missed quite a bit. Well, coach, appreciate it. Uh, enjoy a weekend off, and uh, well, I'm sure we'll catch up with you here sometime soon. You bet. Not a problem. Thanks, Jeff, and uh, go Tigers. Head coach Craig Rowetter again with the Carroll Tanger football program, back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. The radiology department at St. Anthony Regional Hospital wants to remind you that October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. One in eight women will have breast cancer in her lifetime. But here's the good news. There are over 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the U.S., Screening mammograms save lives by early detection of cancer. The American College of Radiology recommends annual mammograms beginning at age 40. For women under 40, talk with your health care provider about your personal and family history to see if breast cancer screening should begin earlier. Please call the radiology department at 794-5202 to schedule your mammogram. We have extended hours until 7 p.m. each Wednesday in October. Always look to the cross, always St. Anthony. We're talking to Thomas Nelson, the head cross-country coach of the Cameron Knights, right here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Uh, the Knights uh, qualify three runners uh, for the state meet coming up. They'll run again on Saturday next week up in uh, Fort Dodge. And, Coach, first, appreciate you joining us. Second, congratulations on a pretty good day on Wednesday. Thank you, and it is always a pleasure to be here. Coach, we'll start with the boys where you get two through. Jacob Graving and Ryan North both uh, head on to state. Jacob finishing ninth. Uh, Ryan 16. Uh, I know coming into this thing before the, the, the state qualifying meet assignments were set out that we really felt that because I thought this team deserved to be ranked all year with the way you guys were running and then you couldn't quite squeeze in there. But with, with three teams going and three teams ranked in the top ten, we knew it was going to be tough to get the team in. But uh, we thought we you guys could get some individuals and then you were able to get those. Yeah, we we were really happy. You know, a goal for Ryan and Jake all year has been to go back to state. Um, Jake will now have been there three times. This is Ryan's second time. Um, and those guys have put in the work over – you know, the last two years, they, they've really earned that spot at the state meet. So uh, very happy for those guys. I thought they came in um, re- really mentally prepared to, to go run a race and qualify, and they, they uh, came through. How did the rest of the guys, Dayton 25th, Fletch 33rd, Blake 34th, and Thomas 40th, how did you feel like the rest of the guys ran? I, I, I thought we had some pretty good races in there. Um, Dave and Fletch and Blake specifically um, all, all ran really well. Uh, we kind of compared our times to Glenwood and saw, you know, kind of average of uh, this course ran a little slower. Um, Blake was one of very few kids in the entire meet to actually run faster this meet than he, he did at Glenwood. Um, if, you, if you look at kind of our kids, LC's kids, Atlantic kids, Glenwood's kids, that kind of stuff. Um, Blake, you know, just I, I thought ran a really, really strong race. Um, Weeds and Fletch, too, both, they, they, they put themselves out there. They, they knew um, that it was unlikely uh, for them to be able to qualify kind of as individuals, um, but they did put themselves out there to kind of be in that position if they would have, you know, 
had uh, all of a sudden just felt great and had just, that just, you know, kind of miraculous race and drops, you know, about, about 30, 45 seconds from their PR. Um, and so I, I was really happy with the way they competed. Um, and, and Thomas and Charlie, you know, have been having strong seasons and, and, and finished off pretty good too. So I, I thought those guys, it would have been easy for them to say, you know, oh, we're, we're going against three top 10 teams, um, you know, just kind of phone it in, but they all came out and competed really well. Coach, you mentioned during, during the commercial break that the start of the race seemed to be really quick. How quick was that 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 start for everybody? Um, I, I think there was just a lot of energy there. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't have an exact time on it, but holy smokes, the pack got out hard and, and for, for a, a pretty good distance. You know, Jake, Jake and Ryan were kind of back uh, it, towards the end of the 20s, early 30s, probably around 800 meters in. Um, and, and then they were able to, you know, climb and catch kids over, you know, the next mile and a half, two miles, um, get them. But, but yeah, the, the entire pack, uh, everyone kind of went at it, which was, was pretty fun to watch. Did it thin down fairly quickly? Would it allow those guys to not have to kind of fight through groups uh, to be able to pass guys? Or did they have to kind of really work through sometimes maybe getting two or three kids at a time? They, they were working through. Um, they were definitely getting multiple kids at a time, especially in the first mile and a half. Um, and then at that point, you know, it started to thin a little. But, yeah, uh, early on, um, they, they were working to gain spots. Let's stay with the boys for a second. What's the, the mindset to, for those two, Jacob and Ryan, this week to get ready for next week up at State? Uh, my mindset's just to stay, um, stay confident, uh, trust what we're doing, and trust that, you know, last year, uh, we're pretty much going to replicate what we did, and they went out to state and ran really well. Uh, Jake uh, Ryan got 39th, Jake got 47th, um, so trying to improve on those placings. Um, I, I think those guys know, you know, they've got plenty of experience there now. Uh, that that if they go and just kind of run their race at state, they're they're going to do real well. Coach, let's flip over to the girls. Marie Day, a senior, uh, just has been an outstanding runner, uh, whether it be cross country or track. Um, she had another really good day finishing 11th. She gets to head up to the state tournament as well next week. Uh, Julia Canny finished 31st for you. Addie Davis, 56th. Shelby Graving, 57th. Uh, Kyra Walterman at 60th. And uh, Kaysen Stipe uh, finished at 64th. We'll start with Marie. Congratulations to that young lady on uh, getting up to state. Yeah, Marie's just uh, done a phenomenal job. Really, over the last two years, I don't really think there's any meet that if it was a state qualifying meet that she wouldn't have qualified. Uh, She's just been remarkably consistent. Um, She puts in a ton of work to be that consistent. Um, And she, you know, I told her, for for you, this is just kind of another race. Like, yes, it gets you to state, but you run it like every race you've ran over the last two years, you're going to state. Uh, And she, I think, came in really confident and performed really well. Um, so very happy for her going back to state uh, this year. How quick was her start? Did she get out kind of in the front part of the pack? Yeah, the girls separated quicker than the boys. Um, the, the girls, they were kind of probably about 15, 20. Um, that, that really got out there. And, and really uh, top 10, 12 were kind of the pack themselves to start the race after, you know, 400 meters. So I, I thought she got out, and, and she always does, right, right in a good position. Um, and just, you know, held it for the rest of the race. Was it was she pretty consistent right where she finished, right in that kind of 10th, 11th, 12th area most of the race? Yeah, she she was up a little further to start the race, kind of 7, 8, 9. Um, but, but, you know, 10, 10, 11, 12 were only about six steps behind that pack. Um, so she she pretty much was there and just, just hung there for the whole race. 
How about the rest of the girls? Who stood out for you for the rest of the girls, and how did they run? Um, I, I thought all our seniors, uh, Julia, Kyra, Kaysen, uh, all ran really tough races. Um, you know, they, they all really wanted to finish the season strong, and I thought they did that. I was really proud of them. Um, I think Addie Davis uh, wasn't feeling the best, um, but she found a way to still do put a pretty good race out there. She had some struggles kind of mid-race, but found a way to overcome it. Um, and just keep going, and, and that uh, I was really happy to see from a freshman. Sometimes it's kind of easy to just throw in the towel when you see a little diversity, but she just kept going with it. Um, and, and then Shelby, I thought Shelby ran um, really well, uh, especially uh, I think Glenwood, she kind of struggled at, uh, but but she had a, a really good race. She actually improved her time from Glenwood, which, like I said, most kids' times went up from Glenwood. Shelby went down uh, almost almost a minute even, so I thought she did a really good job. Coach, uh, for Marie, what's the focus for her this week to get ready for next week? Marie, uh, I think, again, just kind of like with the boys, is, hey, like, you, you've put in the work. You've earned this. We're, we're not trying to add a ton of miles or anything. We're just going to keep our legs as fresh as possible um, and stay confident that you can go out and compete uh, at the state beat and try to improve on our place from last year. Coach, uh, tell you what, looking forward to catching up with you next Friday to see how the the week of work went and, and get the uh, everybody kind of prepped for Saturday morning. So congratulations on, on, again, those three getting through and on a terrific season for all of the rest of your runners. Uh, we appreciate all the time and looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. You bet. Head Coach Thomas Nelson again with the uh, Kemper Cross Country team back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up here on KCIM. Score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Whoa, that's good. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, talking to Carol Tiger Volleyball right now. Joining us is head coach Michaela Klink. Uh, and coach, as always, uh, good to catch up with you. Appreciate your time on this Saturday morning. Yeah, look forward to it. Coach, uh, tough one season came to an end, uh, I think surprisingly a little bit on Tuesday. You guys opened up the postseason against Dennis and Schleswig, a team you had beaten earlier in the year. It wasn't an easy one, uh, but uh, you guys ended up falling on Tuesday 3-2, to two, uh, got up 1-0, uh, and then Dennison came back and won the next two. You guys won set four. Uh, set five was, was a really fun set. Uh, you guys rallied back, got up 14-13, but uh, Dennison scored kind of the last three to win that 16-14 to pick up the win. Uh, as you look back and reflect, what are your thoughts now that you're a couple of days, you know, half a week removed from, from that match? Yeah, it still stings a little. Um, we were really hoping that we could get to that um, Thursday game. Um, and especially looking back on our first set, we just came out so strong, um, and we thought that we were we were going to have it. Um, but that fifth set was super exciting. Um, both teams were fighting for it, and um, congratulations to Dennison on that. Yeah, mentioned you mentioned that first set. You guys really kind of dominated it on the scoreboard. I thought your serve. Uh, seemed to get them a little flustered. What did you see early on that allowed you guys to kind of get on that roll early in that first set? Yeah, we noticed that serving between um, seams kind of, 
sent them out of system. They weren't able to handle it very well, and we even got a few aces off of them. Um, so we were just trying to push that um, and get them off their game as much as we could. Really liked the aggressiveness that your girls came out with at the net as well. You guys were getting a lot of touches defensively uh, and, and stuff on the times when Dennison got a chance to swing, which wasn't a ton because they were out of system a lot that first set. But uh, I thought you, your girls came out really looking to swing and, and be aggressive offensively. Yeah, we had talked about like not just um, playing not to lose, but playing to win. So they were really playing all out and uh, making some aggressive shots. So balanced with your hitters that night overall. Uh, Ayala finished up with a 10 kills. You had uh, Molly Feld with eight. Coolman uh, and and, and Rowetter both with six. Wardell, or excuse me, with seven. Wardell had six, and then even your setter Riley Nagel. Uh, finishing up with five that night. Was was that something that you guys noticed that you'd be able to kind of move the ball around and maybe keep them off balance? That, like, really has been our focus, I think, for the past month. Um, I think during the beginning of the season, we were just relying heavily on um, Olivia Rowetter, and um, it just became predictable. And so our focus had been spreading that offense um, so we could make the blockers um, move and have some more open shots for us, and I think it had been working. Led by a freshman that night, and Analia Ayala. Uh, what did you see from her, and what's what's the future kind of holds for that young lady? Yeah, she just kind of goes out like nothing really bothers her, and like that can be intimidating. Um, freshman stepping on that varsity floor, especially since she hadn't been with us all season. Um, I see a bright future for her if she keeps progressing, and she's so coachable and wants to learn, um, and it's going to do nothing but good things for her. Coach, you mentioned Dennison kind of hurt themselves a little bit in set one with some mistakes. Those mistakes kind of went away sets two and sets three. Was that kind of the difference, do you think, where they were able to get you guys those next two sets and kind of edge you in that third set, 25-22? Yeah, that first, I really think that first set, um, they were just making mistake after mistake. Um, and then in that second and third set, um, just put a little bit more pressure on us to put the ball away, and that's when we started to make those mistakes um, that cost them in that first set. I know Avery Burke and, and Riley Nago came up for the post game that night. They they both kind of mentioned that I, I think they maybe relaxed a little bit or they, they started to try and be too perfect, they thought, in sets two and sets three. Did you see some of that as well? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's when we like pulled out that saying of like, okay, are we playing to lose or are we play are playing not to lose? Are we actually like playing to win here? Um and then after that, after that they um stepped into that mindset is when we started seeing those positive changes. Yeah, you come back win set four. What was the difference to get that twenty five to nineteen win? Was it just letting it loose again? Yeah, just like playing all out. Like we had nothing to lose. Our our season would be done or we would move on. And um, it was 0-0 zero, zero between the two of us. And so we just went out and played. Coach, you, you, that fifth set kind of went back and forth for a little while. And then it looked like Dennison kind of edged up a little bit. And then you guys got up 14-13. to 13. What were you guys looking to do in that serve and on that play to try and end it there when you had that 14-13 lead? Yeah, we were just trying to get an aggressive setup and have all our hitters going in at the same time. Um, and it just ended up on two um, attack errors for us. And, you know, in that conversation with the girls, like, that's what I wanted them to do. 
I told him, I'm not going to be upset, like, if you hit the ball in the net or hit out, if you're being aggressive and making smart plays. Um, I would have rather had them do that instead of um, send over an easy free ball that they could have easily killed it on us. Where did you see this team improve as the season went on? Oh, my gosh, just everywhere. The difference is just crazy. Looking back at them um, this summer, we didn't really know where we were going to put people, um, even made some changes throughout the season. Just um, our middle hitters going, just learning how to block, learning how to um, make those fast transitions, um, and even Analia stepping up as a freshman. And then our back row, too, um, just really grew as, um, communicators to the front row and communicators to each other and um, they all kind of stepped up as leaders too. We talked on, on, on Tuesday after the match in the postgame, you talked about your, your four seniors and Avery Burke and Riley Noggle and, and Morgan Roberts and, and Molly Feld, just terrific young ladies. But uh, um, the the future, I, I think, looks pretty good for, for this team just in some of the young kids that got valuable experience for you this year. Yeah, Um Obviously, I'm super disappointed for this season and to lose those seniors because um, they all brought something to the table. Um, but looking down, like we do have uh, tons of players coming back um, with that varsity experience, and that's going to be huge for us. What's the biggest thing that you want to see them kind of focus on during the off season to get prepared for next year? Um, just where they where they see themselves next year, um, setting those goals. Okay, we didn't have this great great of a season this year. What are we going to do to um, get better next year and get in the gym? Um, we don't have to. They don't have to play club all year long, but um, let's start making some progress. Well, Coach, it's, it's been a lot of fun this year. Appreciate all the time. You're so good at always getting us results and stats posted, and you always join us here on Saturday morning, no matter how tired you are and, and, and how many you know Saturday tournaments that you're headed off to. So we appreciate everything that you've done for us all season long. Uh, we look forward to seeing you throughout the off season and, and working with you again next year. Yeah, thank you for supporting us. You bet. Head coach again, uh, Michaela Klink uh, with the uh, Carroll Tiger Volleyball Tour program. We'll be back with more from the uh, Pete's Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. A lot of schools talk about training the cybersecurity workforce of the future, but do they really deliver? My Computer Career has been supplying the IT workforce with thousands of skilled, certified pros for 15 years. Train with the experts in support, networking, or cybersecurity and start your career in months, not years. Upskill even faster. On campus or live online, qualified students may get financial aid, including the GI Bill. My Computer Career. Accredited, acclaimed, effective. Take the free career evaluation at mycomputercareer.edu. Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this uh, Saturday morning, talking a little Kemper volleyball right now. Head coach Rusty Wintermode is uh, joining us, and coach, is always good to catch up with you. Oh man, another great morning! What a great night last night for weather, for football, and and uh, now this morning. But again, Mr. Blankman, the the best part of the day, other than talking to you, is 
I got to go see my grandkids again. Good for you. And, and I got to ask, I, I, I saw somebody bring over a little one uh, the other night during the volleyball matchup. Was that a grandkid that uh, stopped by to see you during the match on Tuesday? That, yep, that is my newest grandchild. His name is Dawson, and he is uh, uh, he just uh, turned turned a month. And uh, my it's my youngest daughter and her husband. They live over in uh, Roland, Iowa. So uh, I told because the first match he came to was when we played South Harden the second time when we and we won. I said, told my daughter. I said, you know, I said. The more often you can bring him and come over, he's good luck. And he was good luck that night. So I told her uh, she had to, to make some plans to come over on Monday. And then if we have a chance to play Wednesday, to bring Wednesday. Because, obviously, he's a good luck charm. I told her she's a good luck charm, too. Yes, absolutely. Well, congratulations. And glad you got a chance to see, uh, you, you know, the, the, the newest of the grandchildren on Tuesday. Congrats as well. A really good performance on Tuesday night. I thought the girls, I could, I could tell. I, I think I said something to, uh, um, it was Elsa in in the post game that I could really tell, or maybe Carson that, you know, Casey was really focused. Usually Casey comes out and jokes around and kind of walks around and laughs and smiles. I didn't see any of that from her uh, the other night before that match with the Rams. A senior, I think, really really focused, and you could tell uh, she came out thumping the ball really well. All of your hitters did, and you came out and cruised in that first set, twenty-five to six. We did, and you know what? It's uh, I felt like it was coming. Uh, we knew that uh, if we could move it around and, and, and really distribute in other areas that we would be able to uh, get some clean one-on-ones, and which we did in that first set. Uh, but the kids, uh, but again, you know it as well as I do, it started out with our server Steve, and when their server Steve was, was uh, uh, on point or within an area for Elsa and Carson to get to, our hitters transitioned well enough to make it happen. So, um, hats off more to the back line uh, because of the, that's kind of that starting point. And uh, Kaylee and Bree and Brooke and Franny, uh, those guys got chances to show off their skills, and, and it was fun to watch. And we told them at the end it was very fun to watch them play. Um, and it was nothing that we did in that third game uh, that was um, that caused us problems. Uh, it was more what they did. They did a better job of coming around and blocking, and, and we just didn't adjust fast enough to it. But, yeah, they, they were focused, and, and, and you could tell that right away before, you know, we gathered as a team to do our prayer stuff. And uh, But you could tell then they uh, they wanted to do their nights and they wanted to get their prayer and say their nights and and uh, and get to their stretching as a group. And they, it's the first time in a while that I've noticed that every movement they made was as a group of 15. It wasn't – uh, this pod goes off somewhere else, and you know, they're still around each other. But this group was together through every motion of, of the pregame going into the match, and and uh, I felt the bench was into it. So uh, when the bench can feed into it, the, and the crowd was awesome. My goodness gracious! And I only expect a bigger crowd uh, coming Monday night. Coach, uh, you mentioned serve, receive, and also their block. Two quick questions for you here. One, was this the, one of the better nights for your serve receive this year? And then two, it kind of started, it seemed like, about midway to late in, in set number two that the Rams' block got a little better. Did they adjust something with their block throughout the match? Well, what we noticed and what they did adjust, and yeah, on our serve receive, I'll go backwards a little bit on, you know, serve receive, you know, we always rate them on the bench. So, you know, I have somebody keeping track of, you know, do they get a one, two, or a three? And, and uh, for the whole match as a team, 
um, out of the three, we 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 scored a, a two point two one, which is I think a, a really good place to be. Um, so again, that was that was the goal that I had for me, and I just discussed with them when they went out there uh, what we needed to do, where they were going to serve, and and uh, the girls took advantage of that knowledge and and were ready uh, for it. And we took away short and made them so long and. They like to go long, and we forced them to serve it deep and out. But when they went uh, short, we were there to to pop it up. The adjustment to the block was only the fact that I think we didn't do what we needed to do, uh, and their block was just reading. You know, there were times we went out to Casey uh, two or three times in a row. Even after a block came back, we would go right back. Block came back, go right back. So we had to kind of discuss uh, how that's not – not what we want to do because when we've done that before, it hasn't worked. So it's like reminding them if it gets blocked here, the second time is fine. But after that, I said, you got to go back to your middle. you got to go out to the right and then come back to the left. That way that middle is not camping on where we're going to go. And and I think we just made it too easy for them to uh, just commit to an area and for the defense anyway to commit, and then we just win. So the, the centers had to do a better job of reading who the middle hitter, what the middle hitter was doing. And we had just talked, their tendency now is to lead to the outside, uh, to our outside hitters. So let's, let's run a, let's run a gap shot here. Let's run a, let's run a, let's run a slide with our, with our, uh, uh, middle. Let's run uh, a quicker one with our right sides. And once we started to do that and we started to throw it around a little bit more in different spots, uh, then they, they went back to having trouble. But then, uh, uh, so that was really nothing they did is just what we did not do and we what we allowed them to do, which is not taking anything away from them. We just we played right into their hands when we got too comfortable. Coach, uh, you got uh, South Central Calhoun coming up on Monday night, uh, a program you know well and a team you've seen a couple of times this year. How different do you expect them to be on Monday night from when it was that you saw them early in the season? Well, I, I expect them to be hungry. Um, they felt like they, I know they didn't feel like they played very well the last time we met, um, and when we met them at their tournament and they've been up and down, but they've also played some good teams and, and have come close to them, uh, have made loss to them, but may beat them. Uh, so I kind of expect a team that, uh, with Emma as fiery as she is, uh, to really have them prepared, uh, for the excitement of the atmosphere. Um, you know, the, the Graves girl, number 10, uh, she's really improved her output since we played. Uh, McAllister is who they – we always know they're going to find her, and I, think, I always believe that she's their, you know, their big, their big gun. Uh, watching her against uh, – when I watched them play Westwood the other day, um, it was a matter of uh, 4 and 10 or Grave and McAllister were the busiest of all the two hitters. So we're going to really have to focus on them. But uh, I look for Graves to – to be a lot stronger than the last two, um, the two times we played them, uh, and their server team was better. So we're going to have to be real more more focused on where we hit our spots and, and work on hitting some areas from videotape that uh, we think uh, that they still struggle with. And Emma's going to do the same thing for us and, and realize uh, that we do have weaknesses and and uh, they have the kids and they have the talent that uh, uh, it's just going to be a fun match. And you know Emma and I texted each other on Friday and, and congrat or on uh, Thursday and congratulated each other and, and I said it's gonna be a fun atmosphere, enjoy the ride and congratulations on, you know, her first win as a coach in the postseason. So 
Um, she, I, they're going to be ready. They will, and we know it. And, and I don't feel like we'll take them lightly because they know uh, you take them lightly now. There's no tomorrow uh, if you if you don't take them seriously. Well, coach, as always, it's uh, fun to catch up with you. Can't wait to see that match. I get the the uh, the joy of getting the broadcast coming up on uh, Monday night. Uh, so we'll see you then. Enjoy the weekend with the grandchildren, and appreciate you joining us here today. All right, Mr. Blankman, God bless you, and uh, you have a great Saturday, and, and look forward to seeing you again because you are a good luck charm. Head coach Rusty Wintermode again with the Kemper Volleyball Team, back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up here on KCIM. From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. We're back here at the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Talking right now, Carol Girls Swimming with head coach Deb Danner. And as always, coach, appreciate the time. Yeah, it's always good to be here. You bet, Coach. You guys had senior night on Tuesday night. You hosted Abraham Lincoln uh, over at uh, Denison, and, and what a night. Uh, you almost beat him by 100 points. I don't know if I've ever seen that in, in a duel in, in swimming before, but uh, what a performance by your girls on Tuesday. Yeah, um, the girls swam crazy fast time, so it, it was a real pleasure to watch that um, it, yeah, you, you like seeing them some some good fast times. What was it about that night, uh, and what's what has it been here? Because you told me last week, and you were really surprised right now with the way the girls are swimming. So what what what's going so well right now? Yeah, you know, um, we just changed our our style of workouts a little bit, and it's really been paying off for them. Um, you know, I, I figured they'd be getting a little bit too tired, but. You know, they're, they're still hanging in there, still swimming some fast times. So, um, yeah, you know, the, this is working out for them well. And uh, I don't know, I, it, it's just, like I said, we're, we're trying something new this year, and it's just working out for us. Coach, usually for senior nights, you let the seniors choose the lineup, and, and, and everybody kind of gets mixed around. Did they do much of that this year? Oh, they did a whole bunch of that this year, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know that only a couple of people swam their normal events at all, um, and those were picked out by the seniors themselves. So um, everybody else got thrown into events that they haven't swam before. So, yeah, it was it was an exciting, it was uh, it was fun to watch that. Most years it seems like the seniors have an idea of why. What was kind of the thought process behind the changes that they did this year for senior night? Um, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't ask. Because <laughs> I don't really want to know. <laughs> I just hand them the paper and they, I tell them, okay, everybody gets two individual, two relays, go for it. And I just let them do their thing and I don't ask why. I just watch and see what comes out of it. <laughs> Did anything shock you when you saw the lineup? Uh, well, they had a couple of girls in some events that I wasn't real sure was going to happen. Um, we had one girl who's never swum a 2IM before, and she had to swim the 2IM, but you know what? She finished it. She did a fantastic job. Um, she should be proud of herself. So, yeah, you know, like I said, there was a couple of events like that, and uh, it's like, okay, I'm just hoping we don't get DQ'd in anything. <laughs> 
Coach, I know you know these girls well, so you know what events they can and can't swim, but did anything surprise you about kids that were in different events with the way they were able to swim? Um, Anybody swim better than you thought they might? Well, I mean, yeah, some girls did very well. You know, actually, like, uh, my Villingerhoff, we've never actually put her in the 100 freestyle. And, you know, here she pops off at 58, and it's like, okay, that was fun to see. <laughs> it's like, now let's do that on the relay. Um, but, yeah, you know, Emma Myers swam the backstroke, so she took herself out of breaststroke, gave herself a little rest, which is great. Um, but she goes to 106 in her backstroke, and it's like, that was nice to see. Um, you know, it, we just had, you know, some girls just swimming different events. Amelia Holt swam the breaststroke, went to 119. Um you know, she doesn't look like a breaststroker in practice, but hey, she did a she did a good job with it. So, you know, pretty happy with that. But yeah, you know, we, they just swam a few different events, and um, they had a blast that night. <laughs> And that's what senior night is all about, is again, you picked up the win. How much of the success do you think Tuesday rolled from the way you swam uh, last Saturday? You guys were down at Lewis Central's invite, had a third-place finish, and when you sent me the results with the email that night, uh, you were really, really pleased last Saturday. Oh, yeah, the girls did fantastic down there. Um, so we ended up swimming at uh, Westside High School over in Omaha because um, Lewis Central doesn't have a pool yet, and so they had to find a different pool for this invite. But um, so we got to swim in a yard pool, and and you know the girls were really happy about that. So, but yeah, you know they were just you know our goal was to try and beat Spencer because Spencer's been beating us, and and we just wanted to take that back. And uh, so yeah, that was our whole goal, and and they just really geared up for that. And you know every opportunity they had to take out a Spencer swimmer, they did it, and. Um, yeah, they were just absolutely thrilled about it. And, and once you get the momentum going, it just keeps on going. And you guys had a bunch of time drops as well uh, on Saturday. What do you think led to that? Is it the, the new way you guys are working out right now? Yeah, I mean, that'll be part of it. You know, their conditioning is, is there. Um, but it was just, you know, the the excitement of the meet, the, our, our end goal of the meet, um, you know, really drove them to, to swim harder and faster than they have before. Coach, you guys are back in action coming up Tuesday night as the beginning of the regular season starting to wind down a little bit. You head over to Perry on Tuesday night. Uh, what are you looking at there, and, and what's the goals for this team with the postseason and state qualifying meets coming up here so soon? Yeah, you know, we're it'll be uh, Perry and Algona at that meet. You know, we're looking for a win there, hopefully. Um Perry's actually stepped up. They're, they've got some really good swimmers this year, so you know that that's going to be a little bit that we're concerned about. That we got to go out and get those girls. But um, you know, and, and I have full confidence that they'll they'll take the win. And but um, you know, we're we're looking to try if we can get some more girls really close to qualifying times. Um, that'll I think that'll look really great when we go into regionals. Um, that they should be able to get those qualifying times. Well, Coach, we appreciate all the time here today. We wish you the absolute best of luck Tuesday uh, down at uh, Perry, and congrats on a really, really, really good week. Thank you. You bet. Head coach again at Deb Danner with the Carroll Girls Swim Team. We're back with more coming up right here on KCIM. 
score big when you come on down to the Carroll Pizza Ranch to dig into the country's best chicken, piping hot pizza, and their fresh salad bar. They're open to serve you all your Pizza Ranch favorites from 11 to 8 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 8. Get their famous buffet your way where you can request your favorite pizza. Everyone wins at Pizza Ranch. Just off Highway 30, downtown Carroll, open seven days a week. Whoa, that's good. Thanks for tuning in here for the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. And thanks again to Ryan Stankamp, Craig Rowetter, Thomas Nelson, Michaela Kalinka, Rusty Wintermode, and Deb Ganner for joining us here as well. And again, our player of the game uh, pictures uh, from last night's uh, games, football games, all available on the CB Sports Network website, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. The audio broadcast from last night's three games are podcasted on the website as well. And again, full statewide scoreboard from last night available on the website at sports.com. 1380kcim.com and recap stories coming up throughout the weekend for all of our area football games from last night. That is the Beach Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Have a great weekend, everybody.